Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host Jessica Delisle. Hi. 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 I'm a dolphin. You are a dolphin. I knew that about you. Dolphinately. <laughs> I never heard that before. Mm, Turtley. <laughs> You're so mm. funny. <laughs> Speaking of funny. We have a great friend on the podcast. He's an actor. He is, in my mind, a comedian. He I'll thinks he's it. comedian adjacent. And I, whatever, whatever <clears throat> you choose, uh, it's our, our wonderful friend, Paul Anthony. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. So happy to be here. Well, yeah, in my house. Been a while. I'm so happy. Yeah, it has been a lot. Like three years of, or four. I don't oh, know. really? It's been no. a, yeah, I looked That's before bad. asking and it had been too long. It's been too long. Although we had just had you on to hang out with you, so. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. We just wanted to hang out. No, um, now it's illegal. Yeah, it's totally illegal. Yeah. yeah, I haven't even bumped into Paul during the pandemic. Because I you, haven't seen you any. You live really far from us. Like, you live right downtown. I saw you, like, right near the beginning of this year, I think, because I was newly unemployed, <laughs> and I bought a sparks puzzle online and as soon as i finished it i was like you know who i should uh lend this to that is the sweetest and so i was like i have nothing to do i'm gonna walk <laughs> across town uh just to get some fresh air and to clear my head and it was nice i think it was like january so i don't know what happened yes. time, but i do need to get that back to you thank you well, there's no, I'm not like bringing it Intense, up to be like, reminder. no, once I do a puzzle, hey. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to want to do that puzzle for at least like another decade minimum. <laughs> but you keep them because? So I can lend them to friends. Okay. It's like a, a yeah. library, like a yeah. library. Yeah. You're like the stick library for dogs, but with puzzles for people. There's Holy. a stick library for dogs? That <laughs> and, sounds amazing. And for Paul Anthony's. And yeah, if you want a stick, Paul, you can take one. <laughs> well, I'm sure my daughter would love that. It's yeah. just like a little it's sign true. someone puts up with a bunch of like pretty good sticks. That's cute. And it says stick library. Do you want to like see it. my most recent puzzle acquisition? Yeah. Which yeah, uh, yeah. my friend Robin, who's not been on the podcast, but she just listened to every single episode. So hi, Robin. Mm. She just, I, she had never listened to an episode and then she listened to like all 300 and whatever of them in like six months or less. It was wild. She okay still or? <sighs> she's, I mean, she's got time to fill, I guess, or distractions. Um, but she got me a gift certificate to this place called Puzzle Warehouse. Wow. Oh. What do they sell? Just every <laughs> single thing you could imagine related to puzzles and some things that are like not even puzzles. I would like a McDonald's puzzle. I don't know Ooh. why I just said that, but like a vintage McDonald's puzzle with like, like Grimace the, and the, the fry guy, the fry the kids. Fry guy. And, oh, yeah. yeah. They kind of scared me when I was a kid. Kind of like, like the play, play park. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. yeah. The play place. But like the, 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 the thing you put down, the paper on the, the tray. Mat. Yeah. You yeah. can get one of those from the yeah. 80s or something. Oh, like that as would a be puzzle. Really good. That'd be cool. I have be some nice. vintage. Or as a back tattoo. I have some vintage fabric that's like McDonald's print and it's like mcdonald's what? land so there's like trees that have burgers in them and it's yeah it's what there's a moth in here what's going on um anyway i want to show you this puzzle no we're not gonna yeah. let you we're gonna keep talking about imaginary puzzles <laughs> i got to choose i got to choose the one that i wanted because it was just a gear certificate and she was like get whatever brand you want and so i was like i'm gonna go i usually get a pomegranate or 
Ravensburger and I was like, I'm going to go outside of my norm. And I got this puzzle. Oh, wow. It's gorgeous. Um, it's called the, nice. the pattern. It's going to be it, really hard. It's called Dolphin Family. Um, and I've always wanted to do one of those like Lisa Frank looking like all the colors, all the animals. It's like, you know, there's an orca and a seal and they're smiling and they're cute. And it's like, no, this would be eating this like in real life. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, this is the one I got. And it's like dolphins breaching with a rainbow. It looks like there's some sort of magical island. And then you can see like the coral reef with more dolphins below water it's just like i'm very excited like in the depths of winter when it's so gray i'm gonna be like yeah tropical you're really ready tropical dolphin time mm. nice yeah have either of you seen a dolphin in real life like up yes close? yes yeah S- yeah majestic very bad slippery <laughs> kind of rubbery mm-hmm. you've touched yeah. i've touched seals uh, yes, yes. Oh. I had a birthday at the Vancouver Aquarium as a child, and uh, the, like, big selling feature of that is you get to feed the seals. So they, like, put a little uh. life vest on you, and you also get to go behind the scenes and, like, see them preparing the fish for the mammals, the aquatic Whoa. mammals. And it's all, it's just, like, stuffing a bunch of vitamins in fish, and I was like, I don't like this part. They used to do like film festival parties at the aquarium mm-hmm. and then like, you know, I think some dumb actor like jumped in the oh. thing with the, also the music is very loud. Like I think the vibrations wouldn't be great for the, it didn't seem like a good idea in any way, but. I have a friend who's like her staff parties would be there or some of them were. And so, yeah, it would be like they'd rent it out and you could you like get drunk with the fish. <laughs> <laughs> better than getting drunk with people i've been to yeah i went to a new year's eve party there once oh yeah mm. yeah it was really weird and then i ended up at a mansion in near ubc and pacey from dawson's creek was there joshua jackson mm-hmm. or just josh to his friends we didn't talk mm. but he's just joshing around yeah he's really cute he's a very cute man alicia have you had any dolphin experiences or I don't think so. I think I've been at like parks and at the aquarium when they had dolphins. Yeah. But not up close. Yeah. I've been at the beach and seen dolphins like swimming along the beach. And that was yeah. probably the most exciting. That was in California. And I was just like running along the beach being like, hey, do- do- dolphins! And like trying to yell out to my friends who are so far away that they like couldn't see. And Jay and I were just like, hey, dolphins! like just like two little dolphins jumping along. So beautiful. Yes, I've seen dolphins uh, or some sort of porpoise uh, on the ferry. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, what a what a what a feast for the eyes and for the tummy. Yum yum yum. And for the dolphins um, <laughs> if they're eating all that shrimp. Mm, I love shrimp. Um, guys, <laughs> you want to do a round of retail nightmares? I've got two, so I, I'm biting Whoa. at the. I'm yeah, chomping yeah, yeah, yeah. at the bit. I'm bi- biting at the chomp. I'm I'm chomping at the nip. I'm gonna say. Ooh. That that puzzle warehouse was my retail dream because I just like butted in there and told a story already. So mine's out of the way. Okay. So yeah. The path is clear for you both. Go oh, for it, Alicia. Oh, go. sure. I've got yeah, two. You got two. All right. Go. Um, go. <laughs> so I took last Friday off so I could string together the long weekend into four days of rest and errand running and physical treatments for my ailments. 
And I woke up, I worked until midnight after the podcast that night because I was, it was just really, really busy at work and I can't do shit like that. And I haven't been able to do stuff like that for years. So I woke up the next day. I really felt like I had like a, a hangover just, I was so tired and I scraped myself together and I went to South Granville and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the fancy bra store today and I'm going to get a new titsling. Hmm. Um, not, I already had just recently bought some, but I was like, I just, I feel like I need the perfect sweater bra and sweater uh, pops. Yeah. For my sweater pops. And I got in there and it was busy. Hmm. And, um, the person that was helping, I made the mistake of going in a bit too close to the, my appointment. Like I'd already wandered around anthropology, looked at all the weird stuff there, talked myself out of once again buying the zebra skirt. Doesn't fit me well, doesn't look nice on me, but now it's down to $99 from $300. And I'm like, well, I still don't like it. <laughs> I still don't need it. Um, and then I went in and I said, oh, you know what, I'm going to come back because the first bra I tried on was pretty good. It wasn't quite right, but I was like, this is going to be great. So after my osteopath appointment, I went back in and still just one person helping several people. And one of the, the person beside me, like they specialize in helping people through reconstructive surgery, mastectomies, uh, as well as just like great bras. So I'm like waiting. I have nowhere to be. I just really want to walk out of there with a, with a new bra and in the end, I tried on 20 bras. Whoa. And what is happening, and this goes into my second ex experience, is that stores aren't getting shipments because of all of the delays due to COVID and right. the Panama Canal and whatever. Like, it's wild. And at, at the very end, this lovely woman showed up with a bra size that was three or four cup sizes too small for her. She's like, will this work? I was like, no. <laughs> but my voice came in. I'm like, no, like, it definitely won't. But she's so desperately trying to help me. And uh, I felt really bad. I wasn't annoyed. I separate just at the process of like spending the time really and how much stress she felt to kind of make a sale. Because I can go back or, you know, find something online or whatever. That's but, too bad though. Like that's just the opposite of the experience yeah. I had. Like 20 bras. That's a lot. That's just like physically a lot of like. I had like a rash. Like my chest yeah. was completely red from just like the scratchy bra materials are bra materials scratchy it seems no, like they, they want to like, be soft, like lacy no. trims and like hooks and stuff okay. yeah it's good like, to learn i like yeah. learning <laughs> it's now's the time <laughs> I'm like what oh yeah they're made of hay i'm like what <laughs> all the good ones are I made hay. No, you gotta break them in it's like a it's like raw denim <laughs> they're mostly yeah, horse yeah. hair they're not vegan you didn't know this <laughs> yeah it sucks yeah. Yeah. sounds terrible yeah. And then I went to Ikea the next day. A neighbor was going oh, wow. and um, I didn't really need anything. I was just going because I just have nothing to do. And she's lovely. It's and your hobby now. It's my hobby now. And it was like, it's so empty. I really? made it, it like it felt like we were in Russia. Like every single aisle was empty in the bedding. And a lot of the, a lot of the marketplace was just empty. There's no furniture. There's nothing left for sale. Everything was temporarily sold out because of all of these shipment delays. Oh, and I thought you meant people. It was like empty no. of people, but no, empty of things. It's empty of things because nobody's getting any shipments in. I see. Wow. Um, so it was just weird experience, like another part of the pandemic that I knew was going to happen. Like we saw shortages early on in food, but now we're seeing it in all these different areas. Um so I've just like for me, a retail experience for people having to work in those shops, like there was this table that I liked 
and they just don't know if they'll ever get it in again. And there's like no desk chairs that I liked that were in stock. And it was just kind of sad to think like the kind of stress that the staff must be under, like in a small version in that small store, the bra store, like that woman was working her ass off to make one sale, which would normally take like probably between 10 and 20 minutes. Like my range of bras were like a $200 bra and a $65 bra and like 200. So are they that, they can be that much? They can be even more. They can be. Yeah. I realized I don't know anything about bras. I always just picture Janet Jackson on the cover of that Rolling Stone where someone's (laughs) gently like caressing her breasts. That's, the dream. That's, that's, what, what, like. that's what the shop offers, but they were yeah. like, oh, wow, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Someone just comes to the curtains and like, just holds you for five minutes. <laughs> lineup of just arms. <laughs> yeah. No words are said. That's why it's so expensive there. It's just regular bra, but the experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Ooh, oh yeah. crap. That's too bad. That really sucks. I'll go back. They're really lovely there. And, you know, it's always like. It's also good to be buying stuff and being part of other people's experiences as they're happening. Like the woman beside me and her daughter, she's a senior and she just got through breast cancer and she's there and like having great service and a great experience and being cared for in such a gentle way. And I really wasn't in there. I didn't have to have it. Um, And the woman also (laughs) fixed my bra so I was wearing it properly. And I was like, oh, I just wasn't wearing this properly oh wow so basically when i left i had a new bra it was the one i came in wearing <laughs> i just don't know how to do the straps Aww, um yeah sweet. so it's just like uh, everything is still really hard and it goes in different layers and i mean i still left ikea with a new duvet cover which is very pretty nice yeah success success i'm in the uh, pink bedding phase of my life well look at me nice. I'm, mm. my entire couch is a pink sheet now because love it i still haven't gotten the the foam replaced on the couch. I'm, this is my problem is I do too many like big projects and then I start other big projects in between instead of finishing them. And so I'm like, after this, I'm going to paint my bathroom because I've had the paint since Monday. And my building manager is like, oh, yeah, I don't need it until Friday. And I'm like, fuck, it's Thursday now. <laughs> Whoops. Guess I'm going to be huffing some fumes tonight, baby. Huffing those fumes, baby. Huffing those fumes. Uh, Paul, do you have a retail ex- thing or jig? Thingamajig? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was trying to think what I, I think last time I told the story of chasing, like I was working at Bang On T-shirts, I think, and mm-hmm. I, I left the the cash register to chase someone, right? I think, yeah, I think Who, that like, sounds was familiar. touching women on the escalator. So I think, okay, so that's done. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Like Thank you for that, your service. Tackled mm-hmm. that man outside of Licenza. It was, it was crazy that that's where it ended up. But uh, my first job, I worked at um, the arena, uh, like the Winnipeg Arena. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Wait, I didn't tell that, did I? I think I, I think you. I think you did. You oh, how many times? Shit. Two or three times. <laughs> yeah. You- well, I think I think I talked. If I talked about the arena, I think I talked about like getting fired for like selling stuff yeah. that I picked up. Yeah. But that yeah, was yeah. such a great job because well it was it sucked. They give you like five cents on like on the drink, like on the fountain drink you sell it for three bucks or whatever and you get five cents everyone that you sell. But like you stop at intermission and then I remember seeing Guns N' Roses in, in, in eighty seven when like I was wow. just a little kid and no one like like Welcome to the Jungle just come out, that's it. And so Axel was giving it. Like it was like <laughs> He was in that phase where he was just 
just pure excitement and like talent. And uh, so that was like a very small window of time when like Axel was wanting to please an audience and he was he was so powerful and something no one had ever seen before. That was cool. Was that his white boxer phase? Or he was just running around wearing white boxers. And this was even before that. Like only Welcome to the Jungle had like the video had come out. No one, no one really knew them yet. They were opening for Iron Maiden or, or Judas Priest or yeah. something. And my, you know, 11 year old self just was just like. Yeah. yeah, they were like they were kind of the last of the the like, what do they call it? Like poison and whatever. Oh, the hair band, hair. kind of. Yeah, yeah, they were like this transition band from like hair to it was like what be- they were between like glam rock and metal and metal. Yeah, they were so cute too. Like I was very into them. This is so funny to me because I was just having a conversation with Jay like a few days ago about Guns and Roses and about how like the first time I encountered their music was in a movie that I watched like as a mm. teenager. There's like a uh, Paradise City, like mm. that song yeah. is in the movie. Well, and I can sing it for you. Yeah, so like that's in Can't Hardly Wait, which I think came out uh, in like 1998 or 1999. Oh, wow. and, and I watched it like with my best friend when we were like 13 or something. And she would just like look at me. We'd be in class and she was like the top student, like highest you know, marks and everything. And she would just say so quietly, and she'd be like, take me down to Paradise City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. And I would like lose my mind. And I'd be like, what the fuck is that song? Like, who, what is that band? It's so weird. And then like, it's the sort of thing where you, cause I, I don't know, I was an only child and you just like know what your parents listened to and they weren't listening to Guns N' Roses. And then I was like, what? Just learning about it so long after the fact, like of their heyday and being like, this was popular? Like this, what? How? Like who? What? Like it was just like such a confusing. And then like watch, like I didn't watch the music videos until like I was in my 20s or something and then jay was like oh you got to watch like the november rain music video (laughs) and i have many times since like it's amazing i'm sorry i don't mean to be doing the thing of being like i'm such a baby i don't get anything um i just was like in a weird zone where i just played classical music and listened to my mom's many moody blues cds and tapes (laughs) Yeah, there's That's nothing cute. wrong with it. I was surprised when Guns N' Roses kind of had a bit of a revival like 10 years ago. And people it's were into terrible. it. It just kind of just surprised terrible. me. Just terrible, terrible. They had that moment where there was really exciting. They couldn't they couldn't carry that out. It was, it was going to burn out. Better to yeah. burn out than to fade away. They just faded away. <laughs> they faded away over a long period of time. Have you read, either of you read Slash's uh, autobiography? Slash fic? Um... No, that's what it's called. called. No, it's, it's called, called like, cool. Me and My Hat. <laughs> <laughs> I've spoken about it a lot on the podcast. It's very dep- It's very upsetting. Oh, really? Oh. Well, like the band was like internally combusting because of drug use and egos and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, like I never needed to know anything about their personal lives. Yeah, it I don't it's think not they're great. All, I feel yeah. like so many of those books are just like spilling so many details and it's like no one needs spilling to... so many beans it's like i guess they feel the need to because all the books 
before them, like, you know, like scar tissue is like, and then I was having sex mm-hmm. with this underage girl. And it's just like all this shit. And it's like, you don't have, it's not like a, a confession. Like you don't have to. And it, then it's the thing where it, you're reading it and you're like, you can't, it's like a car accident. You can't look away. And you're sort of like, I have to finish it. But I feel like it's like you're reading someone's diary or something. Yeah. And all those, those women or, or partners that they had, they don't have a voice. No. They're just another like number. They're a yeah. footnote or, or yeah. victim. Yeah. Or a punchline. Yeah. It yeah. And it is so yeah, often. They're very much a punchline and it's gross. Yeah. Well, this is a nice talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> should we get into some segments? Yeah. All right. Grandfather React is first, I think. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for this. Paul specially requested this. We've had a lot of guests on recently who wanted to do this. And for a while, I was saying it's on hiatus because we were just doing it too much. But it's the it's the grand reopening of the grandfather reaction store. So brace yourself. Okay. here he comes. Just going to warn you, there's two pictures. Okay. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. So we, okay. But I'm not, uh, am I not supposed to give anything away? No, you can, I mean, he's not actually, uh, Robert England. He's not, and he's not doing cosplay either. And you put these side by side. That wasn't, this isn't his, like, (laughs) Tinder profile. This is my handiwork. Wow. This Um, is my art school education paying off. Okay, yeah, this is not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> um, this is great radio, right? Some of someone's yeah, just well, going, whoa, I wish you could see this. If our listeners want to see, they can go to our Patreon and oh, it's on paywall. there. It's all behind the paywall. It's behind the paywall, baby. <laughs> I get it. I'm I'm part of the clickbait. Ooh, you gotta see this. <laughs> this is incredible. So what you said it's not what you expected. What were you expecting? Um like it's kind of creepy. I thought it would be a little like goofy or something. I was expect mm. I was expecting from the the reactions that I heard. I was expecting you know like a, a beach scene or something. There, <laughs> there was a beach ball involved at some point, but he's uh, smoking a cigar. And he, he, was he a was he a good man? Did you did no. you? Okay, yeah, because not in the slightest. Honestly, he, he looks pretty. <laughs> it looks it looks very dark. It looks. Yeah, he's definitely a villain for sure. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Well, another great uplifting segment. Of the <laughs> I'll show you my demon family. <laughs> I mean, I come by it honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, he's, he scares me. Yeah, he was born in 1896. So this was also like, I don't even know. Did this man ever have a vegetable that was not from a can? We don't know. <laughs> so, so how old questions. is he in this? Like 12, like 15, like he, it's, yeah. it's, he's old, right? He would have been like 91 in this picture. Okay. So it's like, we're not <laughs> being totally fair because like no one looks amazing at 91 and you especially didn't if you were born in the 1800s no but i've seen people's grandparents were like oh look at that beautiful soul yeah and i love my one of my favorite things to do is like if you go to the wikipedia page for like oldest living people or like the oldest Mm. ever living people there's links to all the seniors who have lived to be like 112 and all these things and i just love the photos of them because Mm. you get to see basically most of the time it's either like a photo of them when they're like celebrating their most recent birthday or you get to see their little world that is around them because generally when you're that old you're not doing that much moving you're like in your bed or sitting in your chair or you're like doing the thing that you love to do and it's everyone sort of gets like a sameness to how they look as well yeah and i just think i just want to hold their hands (laughs) is that creepy yeah he's drinking smoking and saying something inappropriate even back then oh for sure i'm sure he's like saying some dirty punchline but anyway i don't want to scare xyla (laughs) yeah this is not a PG-13 yeah. thing for kids yeah. to be seeing. So I okay. hope she does not Next. have nightmares tonight. So I'll, I'm going to stop sharing unless... Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I didn't like that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I should warn everyone <laughs> when, I, when I offer it as an option. Um, should we do Demon? Speaking <laughs> of. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of demons, let's do what kind of demon would you be? Okay, so, Paul, let's say you get cast in the new reboot for the Hellraiser Mm. uh, franchise. And you also have some sort of creative decisions you get to make in it. And they say you can be any kind of demon you want to be. What Mm -hmm. kind of demon would that be? I think I would love to be a demon that floats around in nice restaurants and uh, eats food off people's plates yeah, <laughs> that's and, nice like i'm invisible so no one and the food like just kind of disappears hovers okay. yeah and you know in most movies once they put it in the mouth it just it's disappears yeah. if they have like a but i would i would like to see it slowly go down because i'm a demon yeah break into smaller chew, parts and then the like the bolus mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you've seen that video right of the of the person eating the x-ray of a person eating it makes no. you never want to eat food ever again. <laughs> so yeah, that would be a good demon. 
You see like the peristalsis muscles pushing it down and it's just like. If you could go into any restaurant and eat any Mm. treat off of someone's plate, what would it be tonight? What would be the thing? You know, I just went to that Mila place for the first time. Oh, I wanted to go for so long. And I just did takeaway because I don't know. And uh, it's uh, in Chinatown and it's a it's a new vegan place. Um, Mm kind of fancy and just like a new spot. I took a couple things takeaway and it was so good that I would like to float around there. Yeah. I really like to float around there. Yeah. I really thought about getting it uh, delivered, but I'm afraid that the delivery process will take away from the enjoyment of it. It yeah. is a because very it has, nice place. It has like to it travel is... a fair distance to get to me. Mm-hmm. Right. I got it to go and then drove for 45 minutes before I ate it, if that helps. Oh, yeah, that helps a lot. Did you have the sushi? I didn't. I heard that's really good. Yeah, it looks so good. I don't know what I I, I chose. One thing I chose was like some sort of something on bread, but it was because it was some special that they were giving money to uh, a charity. And I was like, well, I'll I'll have that. And then I'll have, it was some nut, like a macadamia beet kind of, Something. It was like fancy bread with a thing. Nice. Sandwich. Mm. Oh, yeah. Just like yeah, a toast. Open face sandwich, yeah. There's so yeah. many like <laughs> vegan and vegetarian restaurants. I find that there's always something on the menu that's like just toast with like. And it's I'm always like, what? what? Why? Like, when did that become like an acceptable dinner? And I'll always order it because I'm curious to be like, how is this $18 or whatever? Yeah. But I love that that's just a thing now. That's like, yeah, sometimes. I think I'm going to order from there tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to since one of our friends reviewed it when it first opened up during the pandemic. And I almost always just eat at vegetarian restaurants when I go out. Mm. So I thought I would have made it there by now. It was good. I would like to go there and sit down. Next time someone like it's one of those things where someone wants to take you out for dinner. Yeah. And then go, and then maybe you'll smooch. Yeah. Um, Um, Jessica, if you could be a demon, what kind of demon would you be? Uh, Well, now I'm thinking about food because I haven't had (laughs) dinner, and I just remembered that I didn't even finish my lunch. Um, Jay and I watched, or I had seen it before, but Jay had never seen it, and I thought he would like it, the movie Tampopo, which is all about food. Mm. If you love food, it's Japanese movies from the right. 80s. It's about like this woman who has named Tampopo, which means dandelion, um, oh. who like opens up a or no, she has a ramen shop and it's like not very good. And then so all these people help her make it like the best ramen place ever. And everyone loves it. And now Jay and I just want to get ramen. So that's what I'm thinking about. Um, I would be... Uh, a person who uh, is a demon of movies and I just edit out all the scenes in movies that I forgot were there. But then when you're showing the movie to someone, there's these really like traumatic (laughs) scenes that (laughs) you're like, oh my God, I can't watch this when I'm high. I'm sorry. We have to stop watching this right now. Um, Because I totally just, I watched that movie on a plane. (laughs) What? Which it's, uh, if you have not seen it, it is pretty erotic. There's a lot of very (laughs) erotic scenes in it. That's what I remembered about that movie. Yeah, there's a famous scene where a man and a woman like pass a raw egg yolk back and forth in between their mouths. And it's that's how I got pregnant. 
Yeah, <laughs> with a chicken. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, Air Canada, why did you put this on your on your flights? <laughs> I feel like I'm a big pervo. Um, but yeah, I would be yeah, I would be like a little demon who goes into the computer. So I would look like a uh, uh, um, Tron. Yeah, like the little bite in Tron who just says no and yes, and it's like speaks in binary basically. Uh, and I would just go into there and it would be like, uh, not like a puritanical editing, but just like get out all that animal violence that I've repressed in mo- and then so I can uh, share the movies with right. people. So I'm a, I'm a good demon. Yeah, nice. you're a little editing demon. Yeah. I like how you just snuck in uh, Jessica's uh, movie corner oh, under another, I'm another sorry. name. I'm sorry. I, I watched a movie just in case. <laughs> oh. To prepare in case we did Jessica's movie corner. I retired it. But what, what did you what, what did you watch? I watched a movie called A Very Promising Young Woman that came oh. out last year. Promising Young Woman? Yeah. Yeah. That movie's so good. It's so good. It has mm. so many good people in it. So many cameos. It's crazy. Molly Shannon? If you Shannon? haven't seen it, it's excellent. No, but I it's, noticed it's on it Crave on now. Crave yesterday. Yeah. Like I noticed, I took note of it. So it's, that's interesting. Yeah. I watched it like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. See, I can join now. I'm going to watch a movie a week. <laughs> you don't have to. I don't want to like make you do homework. You've got enough on your plate. But what kind of demon would you be? Okay, so every Thursday at a gluten-free bakery in town called the Gluten-Free Epicurean, they make Boston cream donuts. The donuts I grew up eating were not fancy donuts. Fancy donuts did not exist, but Boston cream is a childhood favorite. And also, as discussed, much lamented on the podcast, good gluten-free donuts do not exist. They're not easy to find. And like, I will not name any names. I appreciate that there are options for me so yeah this place like i almost went today but i'm really been very strict about no dairy uh again for quite a while but i would go i would be a little demon that snuck in and just ate all of the custard oh yeah. <laughs> just sucked it out would yeah you use a <laughs> so when people would get it lost? they would be like i would use my little like elf hands oh Mm-hmm. I would be small and like I would be kind of dusted in powdery sugar. Oh. Nice. They wouldn't see me move because I would look like a, a, a cookie. You'd be a and, little dessert ooh. demon. Yeah. Or like I would also maybe just eat like I really like the donut part like uh, so much too. And it's so airy and fluffy. Ooh, and they only have them on Thursdays and they only have them in the morning because they sell out. So once, like about a month and a half ago, I walked by and they had forgotten to put them out. And my brain was just like, I don't even know. Like, I'm not even sure how many I'm allowed to buy. So I just bought one in case someone else would also like be so overjoyed to have such a delicious thing. But yeah, I would love to just nice. be in the back like when no one could see me, like just eating them like a tiny creature, <sighs> just eating this giant. Like the donut would be as big as my face and mm. I would just be like eating it. <laughs> so are the art like if you just take the filling out are they going to be like limp dough bags Ooh. no because they're pretty like substantial pastry okay. and then yeah. they're glazed with chocolate mm. yeah they also make a delicious apple fritter i think I apple think, fritters fridays i think i would like the filled donut more with if the filling was out of it so maybe we could pair up oh yeah i could just eat the filling and you yeah. could eat the donut part you suck it out yeah, and i take which care is a little a little uh, stir stick, a brown stir stick yeah. from coffee, the coffee ones they used yeah. to have, oh, yeah. those little brown stir the, sticks. 
It, it's you got mean two little guys. Two tiny I was straws? thinking of like a <laughs> tiny, tiny spoon, like one of those Ooh. egg spoons. Or like a slurpy a spoon that has the oh, spoon yeah. a little scoop on it at the end mm. of the straw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the kind of I, I was inspired by Paul's demon. Yeah, I think <laughs> we both were. <laughs> yeah, we all just went to food. Yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking of which, that's our last segment. Oh yeah, and I have something to contribute to this one too. So uh, this yeah. is a rare one. Medium rare. So, mm-hmm. um, some people might say it's not a real segment. To those people, I would say sit down. <laughs> this you can start your own podcast. Yeah, start your own podcast. See how much fun it is. Sit down, plug in, and sort out the tech issues. But this segment is called "When was the first time? Last time? What is it even called? When's the first time you had a fettuccine Alfredo?" I think it was "When was the last time?" When was I think in the song I sing something that's different than what the actual because it was just a thing I did on the spur of the moment. When was the first time you had a sloppy white noodle? <laughs> My favorite part of the moment. Yeah, the first spur. or last, whatever. Guest choice, Paul. Oof, Go off. Well, I'm actually quite, uh, quite good. I, I do, uh, Alfredo, like, um, a cashew Alfredo that I think nice. is one of my best dishes. I kind of, I kind of stole it from uh, hot for food, but I, uh, I, I made some changes and, uh, Lauren Toyota does hot for food. She, um, She's become this like huge like vegan celebrity, but I was the first vegan she ever met like oh, 20 oh, really? years ago. Mm-hmm. And she came and when she worked for, she was a VJ on on uh, MTV Canada. And she came to do a, a story on Hugh Fikovsky at the Laugh Gallery. Oh, wow. And they brought their obnoxious cameras with the like the floodlights and everything and just stood in front of everyone and tried to like shoot the show. And I just remember Graham turning his back on the camera because the, 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 the light was so bright. And I hate when anyone upsets that man because he's just he's just such a sweet dude for him to actually like yeah. for him to check out like that. It's like, yeah, they did this weird thing where they wanted me to teach her comedy. So oh. she. Wow. Yeah. And then so she could be part of the story. And then she got up on stage at the Laugh Gallery. They gave her two minutes and she did comedy. And uh, <laughs> there it goes. And uh, she had a she had a slogan. She had a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, she's Japanese. And her catchphrase was uh, me so funny. Oh, boy. And it was awful. And somehow wow. I got there from fettuccine alfredo <laughs> but this was like did they put that on tv uh yeah the segment i did see and it's it's awful if graham gives somebody two minutes there's no greater insult <laughs> like no one gets two minutes yeah it was like uh you know mtv's coming down like i guess i can give your bj two minutes he, he wasn't happy with no one was happy with it and this was at the Havana Theater? No, it was the Laugh Gallery way, way, way back when okay. it was at uh, El Cocal. Okay. But that's still, like, not enough space to, like, it was have... very small. 
have you can't no. do like a show and a TV show at the same time. That's no. I mean, I do that every month, but yeah. <laughs> so, but Paul, you've got a bit more room. Yeah, you've got a lot of space. You yeah, a great, it great is, theater. It is yeah. big. Are you going to tell us your recipe or not? I mean, I, I just as a person who's really always have... making cashew mac and cheese, I could use some Ooh. new, but I could private message you. Yeah, I, I might have to like do a video or something because I like. Oh yeah, let's make you the next Lauren Toyota. Yeah, totally. You're the yeah. You're like intuitive. Yeah, I, I, not, you don't measure. You just yeah. do it with your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen yeah. to your body talk. I've your watched, body talk. <laughs> I've watched you do some some cooking videos with uh, Zyla, oh, and it's yeah. always it's always very fun. I always <laughs> also Zyla's meals look really nice. Yeah, mm. like so. Like oh, you're a good dad. Aw. Yeah. Like, Thanks. She's fun. I love it's your great. product testing, too. Yeah, the snack yeah. reviews. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> I got definitely a- bought things because of them. <laughs> no way. Oh, we yeah. a bunch in the in the can. As oh, we nice. Didn't, you, know, you know what I mean. We didn't record them in the bathroom. <laughs> Not on the toilet. <laughs> Keep our snacks in up. the toilet. <laughs> Food logs. <laughs> I think it's really cool, like, to uh, see, like, vegan families doing stuff, too, because it sort of demystifies the like nutrition part of it and the diet mm-hmm. part of it. And it's just like, yeah, this is a totally cool way to eat. Mm-hmm. And I've got this like super joyful child and yeah, I love yeah. it. Should we Papo of the week? Hell yeah. Paul. Paul, who's your Papo? Papo. Yeah. It, it, it has to be uh, my daughter, Zyla. She's just, she's just so cute. This week she was trying to figure out if she liked being the little spoon or the big spoon Aww. best. So she wanted to keep trying. She's like, okay, <laughs> now I'm the small and now I'm the big. And uh, her conclusion was she likes both of them. But yeah, having like a tiny, tiny arm, like just like <laughs> it, there's something so hilarious about it. It's almost demonic. No, I think it's the opposite. <laughs> it's it's a little angel. Yeah. That's how I feel when I'm Big Spoon with Jay. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like my feet come to like just below his butt. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Like mm-hmm. there's no real spoon happening. But, but it's fun, right? Oh, it's still you gotta fun. You switch it up. I, yeah. yeah. I, you know, you got to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't always be Little Spoon. Yeah. How old is Isla now? She's seven. She'll be eight in December. Crazy. Yeah, Time I know. flies. She's such an amazing kid. I mean, I all kids are amazing, but Sila is amazing. She's pretty cool. Bumping into pretty her great. in, like, real life is like being a celebrity. A rainbow. <laughs> in my head, like, yeah, Sila occupies, like, some square, like, a couple of square inches in my head where I'm like, yeah, Sila. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird sometimes when I'll run into people that you know, are friends, and so they're on my Instagram or whatever, and they'd be like... And she's she's pretty shy and like, you know, in real life. And like, so she's just like, how do they know me? I'm like, like, oh, okay. So so now I have to ask her, like, can I put this? You know, of course. Is he cool with this? Which is, I think, good. That's fine. I also like that, like, you can sort of tell that, like, you know, you'll post stuff to be like, Zyla took this or like she wanted me to do this like you're like she has control over it as well yeah like it's a there's a discussion going on you can tell for sure and like I show her the the cut of try things the the little internet show we do together and make sure that and I I also mine's private and 
I've also, you know, you can just like ban a bunch of people from looking at your stories. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's only like a couple hundred that can are able to look at it. Oh, I feel so honored to be one of the chosen well, few. Mm-hmm, yes, I'm about to double check that I'm able to. <laughs> oh, of course you are. I found out your account was <laughs> private because I think you posted a video of like a, a deer or something a while ago. Oh, yeah. And I tried to show it to a friend and they were like, oh, it's private. And so then, but it was a video. So I was like, this is before I had my new phone where you can like screen record, even though I wouldn't like screen record someone's private video and share it. But so I screen cap because I think it was a picture of like a deer sitting down or something. And Zyla might have even filmed it. Yeah. It was just like the shapes. <laughs> I w- it was just like the <laughs> shapes of the deer sitting down when it was like half down was really funny. Yeah, it was, we were in Banff and uh, yeah, it was almost like a joke. It seemed like it was people like in like animal costumes. Yeah, like, it was like a cartoon. Okay, we got to entertain the tourists. Because you know, like, you're like, what? You just walked over to me and you're sitting down and then you're like, yeah. you know, putting, you know, gesturing with your hoof. Like this is too much. Papos. But, yeah, that was pretty great. Papos. Alicia, who is your papo? I have two puppos. One's the woman that stopped me outside of Welks to tell me she thought that I would look so beautiful. And I was like, thank you. Uh, and because I'm like, no one says that because I don't see sweet. anyone, which is nice. She's like, and your outfit is so great. Your hair is amazing. And then she got in her car and she drove away. And I was like, I love you. Please You're come like, back. Can we be friends? Yeah. That's and then awesome. I didn't want to do the thing, but she was like dressed really cool too. And she's got Kelly's cool kids. So that was really nice. It was nice. It was really sweet. Like I needed, I needed, I love compliments. So I appreciated it. I appreciate that she felt kind of confident enough to say something to the strange woman on her Wee Herman bike. And uh, my other papa was Hank. I found out that he has some sort of weird stomach issue because he ate garbage. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting for the test results and I got them like right after, like I got them around six o'clock this evening and. You might have to eat like a special diet forever. Oh no. Yeah. Well, mm. maybe yeah. not. I'll do some research, but at least I know what's going on because he's been sick for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm but glad he's been yeah. answers. Hopefully, hopefully a special diet is the outside of the Boston cream so you guys can share dinner from now on. Totally, that'd be so great. I just get the top with the chocolate and the custard and he gets the rest of the pastry <laughs> when Jessica's not around because Jessica would get that normally. The dough yeah. part. Yeah. I mean I'd split it. I like to share a treat with an animal, you know, Lady in the Tramp style. Yeah. I will be the tramp. Hank's the lady. Just a donut. It would be so sloppy. Mm. Yeah, I always wonder too, like, he would love, he loves human food, like bready things and sweet things. So he would, he would like that. Mm-hmm. I think this idea that the vet was like, we'll put him on the special veterinary brand of dog food. I was like, he is not going to eat that. He has been only fed the tastiest of morsels his entire life. He's not going to switch over to this weird bird feather recipe. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Apparently there's like real dog food made with just bird feathers and stuff. Is that awful? Sounds really dry. Yeah. So anyways, Hank is my pepo. I can't wait to see what he's up to. He was just standing here for most of the podcast and now he's disappeared. I don't know why he does that. He's just stands instead of sits and stares he's, at a wall. He's guarding. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, actually. But sometimes he just stares into the kitchen. Ghosts? Don't you ever do that? 
No, not really, but I could. I could start. I, I'll start. I'll start. Yeah. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Make him feel more welcome to yeah. be doing his weird behavior to just, yeah. I'm going right. to try and give him a stomach massage tonight. Oh, nice. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Let's see if he likes it. Oh. I love that little dog. Yeah. Sweet dude. Uh, uh, Jessica, who's your mama of the week? Uh, the other day, Jay and I were going on a walk. Because uh, what else can you do? really and we were it was right around sunset like there was a beautiful brilliant sunset it was like bright pink very nice and so there's this one street that if we walk down you can see a bit more of the sky but you can only see it while you're crossing this intersection so if you're like if you want to really take in this as a busy intersection too you got to be looking at the sky also making sure that no one's turning left or like anyone's blowing through a red um And then we went this other way because if you turn up this alley, there's like a chance that you can see this one cat. And so we're like, well, let's do this. But then you couldn't see the sunset anymore because the the street we went on to, there was just big trees. And we were like, well, we screwed that up. But I'm so glad that we chose that street because all of a sudden, first, there was a corgi that was just like in the middle of the sidewalk and its owner was all the way at the other end of the block uh, and the corgi was just staring at us, not on a leash, which was weird. But then they crossed us, and we were excited because we thought we were going to meet the corgi. But then the owner called it, and then they went down to the other end of the block. They crossed the street, but we were looking on that side, and we saw this weird movement in the tree above it. And the corgi didn't see it, but we saw it, and it was just like this white, like bird movement. But it wasn't; it was like silent, and it didn't move like an, a bird that I was familiar with. And part of me was like, I bet it's an owl. I bet it's an owl. But I didn't want to say anything because what if it was just like a seagull and then that would be mm-hmm. a disappointment. So we got closer and it landed and its shape. I was like, it looks like an owl. And then we saw it and it was an owl. And it was just really exciting to see an owl in person. It feels so magical. What a, And you got a picture of them. Yeah, my my new phone it's camera photo. is not bad in low light. Yeah, I was really impressed. Looked a bit demonic, but also I think that added to like the majesty of Owl. What's a non-denominational blessing? Like a non-religious word for blessing. Plepos blessings. All these like encounters with nature are such huge plepos. Yeah. Really can can keep it, keep you going for a while. It's only the third owl that Jay and I have seen in person. Like, I think our whole... Like, just in nature? Yeah, we saw one in Langley in a park, and we saw another one in Shaughnessy. And this was also in Shaughnessy, but way different quadrant of it. If anyone is walking around Vancouver and they're near 17th and Cypress, that's where we saw this owl. Oh, okay. I can't picture an owl with... Out like wearing glasses. I know they seem so. Was wise. this one wearing glasses? Uh, its markings were sort of uh-huh. white and made the eyes stand out a bit. I, not, no glasses. Not really glasses. But okay. Whenever <laughs> I see an owl, I just think, I think. Wouldn't you be weirded out to learn how many figurines I have of you in my home? <laughs> like, Oh, wow. I feel like yeah. they would be so indifferent to it. Well, yeah, they wouldn't get it. But like, imagine if it, the tables were turned yeah, and you looked you into an owl's yeah, den and there'd so be a bunch creepy. of little like figure, like hair dolls made of you or worry dolls or something. Or f- figurines. Oh, wow. That would be amazing. It'd be creepy. 
Yeah. Guess so. So owl is puppo. <laughs> owl is my Especially puppo. if they were like owls, like humans made out of seashells. Ooh. Oh, or or wow. animal bones. Wow. Mm. That's a great photo. I'm showing my kind of blurry photo through a Zoom camera. So not so good. the best. It's incredible. Also, my photo trying to take a picture of the nice sunset while crossing mm. a street. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful nature. At yeah. the top of Heather and 23rd is a great place if you're wandering around for a shot of the sky. Oh, I thought you were going to say for owls, but yes. No. That's- I'm always looking around instead of looking up because of uh, coyotes and raccoons. Yeah. yeah. I hope one day to have an encounter, but I can live vicariously through through yours. I have seen them in like captivity at like the top of Capilano Suspension Bridge. Oh yeah, when they have shows with like animals that were injured and become you know part of education things. Yeah, I'd I'd met several recuperating owls or re- like recovery owls or whatever they're called. Owls in recovery. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm proud of them. When I was in England, because. It was at a, yeah. a music festival and there's a little tent and you could like pet them and, you know, all that. And I, yeah. But yeah, it's not the same as encountering one because it really feels like it just flew out of a portal from another dimension. Yeah. Amazing. Speaking of flying out of a portal from another <laughs> dimension. I've got to pee. Paul, <laughs> if people want to come to your shows or watch you uh, or follow you on social media, they just want, people want to watch you. <laughs> <laughs> look at my window sound right um how can they find you online all right well if my <clears throat> alfredo story sparked your interest and you're like <laughs> wow i wonder if this guy does anything on stage um so i do the show talent time and it's uh it's a you know comedy variety talk show and we That's just amazing. returned to the real theater uh, we're doing our next show October 28th, which is a Halloween show. Nice. Oh, um, wow. And then December 2nd or 3rd oof, is a Christmas show. And then I'm very excited that we're doing a New Year. We have New Year's this year at the Rio. So we're doing New Year's at the Rio. Um, so it's going to be so like great. a show into, you know, much music video dance party into um, our uh, house band. They're going to be basically be like a, a wedding band and learn, all, you know, favorite songs of all decades and um we're just gonna have like a big we're gonna have a show followed by a party you know we're doing I love the, it. yeah Amazing. it's gonna be i love how far ahead you plan all of this it's, <laughs> well it's, it's just nice. like I've, I've wanted to do new year's for quite a while yeah and uh i mean who knows i guess what we'll be able to do as far as capacity and stuff in all these months to come and whatever but yeah that's the plan i for one right. am thankful that the mask mandate is back because the weather's getting cooler and I like having another layer on my face. It saves me having to wear a scarf. So like, even if I have to go to a show wearing a mask, I'm probably going to like it. It's easy. Yeah. If it helps. uh, Yeah, exactly. I'll laugh into that mask. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's very exciting. I'm happy that you're back. Yeah. 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 So great. Yeah. We did a show last week. It was very strange and, but good. The audience didn't really know what to do either. Like we were a little rusty. The audience was rusty. I asked people like at the beginning, like how many people are so excited to be at a live show? And there was, like, ah. it was like, 
how many people are feeling like this is a little too much and you already regret coming. <laughs> and then there was about 20 people put up their hand, you know, all, all sparkled yep. around. It was like, yeah, okay. Right. Well, that's where we are. Yeah. That's good that you asked that because I think, yeah, we're all feeling a, a mixture of mm. both uh, today for my plugs. Uh, I guess I'll have to like retroactively unplug the show that <laughs> we're supposed to be playing on October 7th, uh, 2nd because it is no longer going to be happening. The show is going to be happening, but Energy Slime will not be playing. So mm. strike that from your calendar. Sorry, y'all. Dang it. We'll play another thing probably okay. one day in the future sometime. I'd like to come see that. I would like to play it, but it's the, yeah, it's the sort of thing where like everyone's got to feel comfortable and everyone has to be, it's like not fun unless everyone's having fun. It really, it really isn't. It was, it's, it's still awkward. It's still awkward and understandably so. Yeah. I don't really like going to shows yet. Yeah. I have to like know a lot before <laughs> I, yeah. I can go to a show. I need to know so many details and like, you know, if you haven't done it yet, it's hard to have that info. So if, if I'm like asking the hosts of a show, like so many questions, they're just like, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to like, we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to let you have your show and I will be over here repotting my cactus. <laughs> what about you, Alicia? You got some shows. Nope. Uh, nope. We can't, we canceled the October 2nd show. Oh, wow. Uh, we're really hoping we can do November. We just weren't a hundred percent on it. And like, I think maybe this time around, I was getting closer to it, but Chris wasn't mm -hmm. 100% sure, and the numbers are really high, and the room is very small. Yeah. So I'm really hoping for November, after we decided to postpone it, I felt really down, because, of course, like Paul and like yourself, this is a whole part of our lives that have been, that's been put on hold, and a connection to, I don't know, like so many things that make me feel good about myself. Like making other people feel good. And I know. I'm not a super social person, but the show means a lot to me. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, like feel kind of sad. Yeah. But there's November and December, and I might connect with Erica and see if we can do an online show in October. Nice. <laughs> that sounds cool. I went to um, the, the Slice of Life gallery, like the Barely Legal, uh, like last week or whatever. And yeah. I, it was great. Like everyone was great, but. You see people I haven't seen in like a year and a half. And if I hadn't seen them in two weeks, we would have ran up and hugged each other I mean, to do like a head nod from across the the room because no one's really sure what to it's yeah. mm -hmm. it's so unsatisfying too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm unhugging status with like one friend. <laughs> yeah. And she's been part of my bubble the entire time. It's my friend, Sarah. And my friend Mika visited a little while ago. And like outside of that, like I'm not dating. There's no contact. I think that's why when the woman stopped me, I was just like, oh, you're, I'm, someone is talking to me and they're saying something nice to me and this doesn't happen. Like I don't have mm -hmm. any like positive input anywhere. So my brain gets to eat my brain every day. Delicious. But yeah, I, I want to I do the show, but I'm not really even sure what it's going to look like. And if we had the Rio, well, firstly, my show wouldn't work. <laughs> or more space, I would feel better. And, like, the vaccine cards came out this week, and I don't know what to do about that. Like, I've got, I don't know. It's really complicated. So, sitting this one out, but I think I'm ready to go and, like, see a show. Like, yeah. I'd re really love to go see Sunday Service or Talent Time. Yeah. Well, we, we got space. 
Yeah. yeah. You can go <laughs> in the balcony and be far away from people. It's a huge. That's true. Yeah. yeah I would love it. Like I but probably like cry the entire time. Tears of joy. But yeah. I found out something. Uh, I think I'm allowed to tell this story, but I found out some, uh, like a fun piece of trivia about the balcony at the Rio Theater. Mm. And that is uh, that Robert Pattinson has peed into a cup up there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's not so bad. It was like during like when the Twilight movies were coming out and I guess people got word that he was inside the theater. So there was like a bunch of fans outside and he couldn't even like go use the washroom. And he was like, I have to pee. This sucks. And someone just like handed him a soda mm-hmm. cup and was like, pee into this. And so at first I was like, that's weird. And I'm going to think about that every time I'm there. And then I was also like, wow, being that famous must really be the worst. Yeah, it sounds like it's, you know, the payoff, like. If you were making money, like which he has, anyways, the loss of privacy and autonomy is nothing to make light of. On that note, I we'll still want to make his his cheese uh, sugar microwave pasta. Come on over and make it recipe. Yeah, make it. At my Did house. you not hear about that, Paul? No. <laughs> During the pandemic, he was in like Vogue or some. And he did his own photos. I think it was GQ. And he did his own photos. Yeah. And he was like in in a hotel room, quarantining, I think maybe while shooting Batman or something. Right. Oh, yeah, because he, sorry. Yeah, he got COVID, right? During it? Yeah, I think so. And so, yeah, he just, he gave a recipe where you take penne pasta and you microwave it, which I didn't even know you could (laughs) make pasta like that. I knew you could do noodles, like bowl noodles, but. Right. And then. You take tinfoil and put sugar on it and cheddar cheese and cornflakes or something. And then you like wrap it all up into a ball. It sounds like a nightmare, but also I want to be It sounds like something nightmare. you would love. It sounds it's like something crunchy, I would take a cheese. picture of, but like sugar and cheese. I'm so. Cheesecake. That's true. Sugar and cheese. Isn't that a ween album? Yeah, chocolate no, and chocolate cheese. and cheese. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are good. good. Big ween heads over here. I was a ween head for a long time. I'm a real ocean man. You just weaned your you weaned yourself off of it. I'm trying to get back into it. I really like leaning into yeah. There, I mean, there's so much to like. If you don't, if you don't like one album, one song, just hop on the next one. Wait for the next. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Almost too talented, I think. I know. Yeah, they're really lovely. Um, we should wrap it up. A certain a certain poodle has started making his high pitched. It's almost nine p.m. time for my walk noise. Okay. Um, but it was Paul. So good to see you. Yeah. Um, it's really oh, nice to see you guys. Yeah, come on anytime, and oh, hopefully we will see you at a show soon or at yeah. a park or something. And and if I you have know. to throw this in the garbage because that was too boring, I understand we could no, do another one. No, it was great. It was this so is lovely. what it's podcasts nice are like now. Oh yeah, yeah it's just yeah. like hanging. It's just hanging out. It's wonderful. It's impossible not to acknowledge what's going on uh, yeah. in our lives. So there yeah. you go. I hope everyone's doing okay, and yeah. we love you. And all. thanks to Zyla for letting us borrow you for a couple of hours. When yeah, yeah it means sure. a lot to us. She's okay. happy. Can you believe we didn't even talk about Sparks this whole time, despite the fact yeah, that there's I'm a Sparks surprised. poster behind you? <laughs> no, I'm trying to find another place to put it because there's 
there's a set list on it and there's like <sighs> a backstage pass thing in it that I like put a bunch of memorabilia in it. Nice. I got Ronald's, you know how he puts Ronald over the Rollins? Yeah. I've got that. Nice. So I got like a whole thing of putting, anyways, Amazing. I know we've been trying to say goodbye. For, we'll start our own podcast about Sparks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Sparks. Yeah. It's okay. The whole world knows about them now that I there's know, all these movies. I know. So. Boring. Well, no, then you should make a podcast about them. Anyways, I just think Jessica should have people. a music or movie podcast. Um, okay, love you both. Hugs and kisses. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Good to see you. Bye. Bye.